Before you listen to this latest episode of Oakwood Sports, please feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Oakwood Sports if you want to see more about my life and what I do, as well as tell me that I'm an idiot when it comes to sports. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Oakwood Sports Episode 6. If you do not know, every episode will be on Friday moving forward, so there's that. Today we'll be talking about Lonzo Ball and we'll be talking about Skip Bayless. So, yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about Lonzo Ball, man. Um, Lonzo Ball is a six foot six point guard from UCLA. Uh, he's currently in the LA Lakers. He was the second overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft. Uh, if you followed college basketball, you definitely know who Lonzo Ball is. He ran one of the most fun offenses I've seen in high school basketball when you put at Tino Hills. And um, he's had an interesting NBA career so far. And what I mean by interesting is that he he's hard to get a gauge on. Because when you look at the numbers in year one, 10 points, almost 7 rebounds per game, 7 assists per game. Um... And then, but year two, his points per game went down, his uh, rebounds went down, his assists went down, uh, his uh, field goal percentage went up slightly, though not too much, still only shoots 40% from the field. Uh, Three-point percentage also went up, but also, again, only shoots around, shoots under 35% from the three-point line, uh, still a horrible free throw shooter, free throw percentage went down. Um, so yeah, he's just an interesting player because you see the inklings of what made him so great and what made him draw comparisons to a guy like Jason Kidd, but, um, there's just so many, there's just one, well, not so many exactly, but one big hole in his game, and that's his ability to score, and as a point guard in in the NBA today, um, with, you know, guys like Stephen Curry, Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, they all score the basketball a lot. Uh, speaking of Russell Westbrook, um, made a video about him, but that's not where it's important. Um, I think that's going to hurt him. Um, I think being in second overall pick, you have high expectations to become a star in the NBA at the pro level. And has he met them yet? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, he's still very young. He's only 21 years old. But again, the, the inability to shoot a basketball is something that's just really going to hurt him. And, uh, right, as it does right now, um, another problem he has is he's dealt with a lot of injuries in his career so far. Uh, hasn't played more than 52 games in the season so far. And has only played 99 games. So through two years, he hasn't even played 100 games yet. So he's been dealing with a lot of injuries and things like that. But, uh, you know, what What do we think about when we think of Lonzo Ball? Um, of course, his dad and the big baller brand and all the fiasco of that. But what, I think Lonzo Ball will always be a good player in this league because of, A, his ability to pass, his ability to find the open man, make the right passes, and just be a really a good passer. Like he's an elite passer. 
and he gets a lot of assists because of it. I think that's something that teams will always value, and I think he will always be in the NBA as long as he plays because of it. And his defense. His defense is all-NBA defensive. Um, worthy, in my opinion. Uh, I could see him. Ma- I could see him making a few all defensive teams in his career. I could see him making like five to eight all defensive teams in his career if he plays that long. But um, I still think he has a high ceiling. But he again, the shooting, being able to shoot the basketball, that whole thing is just really hurting him. And because it, it, it's like, especially in the NBA today, it's something that you need almost, and. When you don't have it, you're going to struggle a little bit, even though, even if you're a great rebounder and a great passer and a great defender for your position, if you can't see, uh, you're not going to be as effective. It's why a guy like Vazan Rondo is a journeyman now and not a top point guard in the NBA anymore. Um, and when we talk about Lonzo Ball, I, when going into college, I thought, he was gonna be good, but I didn't think he was gonna be that good. And then he was like special um uh, UCLA. And you know, Lonzo Ball. You've always seen the video of Mike Kurzemba saying he's gonna be Stephen Curry with a forty inch vertical. Um I always viewed him a bit differently. I never thought he would be a Steph Curry because I never thought he was a natural scorer. Um and this may sound odd to you because of his current situation now, but um, Markel Fultz looked like a natural scorer at Washington. Go watch his Washington tape. He looked like a natural scorer. Well, Lonzo Ball, he seemed more, it almost seemed robotic. Like, it didn't feel like he had a flow. Like, like look at guys like in that draft like Markel Fultz and uh, Jason Tatum. And again, Markel Fultz, it's a weird thing to say, but go watch his college tape. He wasn't. He was a beast in college. But, um... With Lon- this isn't about Marco Fultz. This is about Lonzo Ball. And, um, to me, you know, I still think he's an amazing player. But, um... Again, though, like... What's the ceiling? It's like with Russell Westbrook. It's like, if you struggle as a first option, or you struggle as a second option, what are you? Like, basically, if you struggle to see, what are you... And with Lonzo Ball, I think right now, like, on the trajectory he's going at, he's going to be just another guy in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, and I hope not it's not the case, because he seems like a really good guy. You know, um, I, well, I, most people would say he seems like a good kid. He seems like a really good guy to me, because he's about, like, I think he's about four years older than me. So, I gotta say guy, but, um, you know, I think right now, I think, right now, I think realistically he's going to be a guy that averages around 10, 7 to 8 rebounds, uh, 7 to 10 assists for most of his career. I think his ceiling is a guy that averages around 15 points a game, uh, I think his ceiling is a triple-double kind of guy. Um, I don't know about that, though. I think 
And then, like, his four is probably just going to be, like, a backup his entire career. The average is around, like, you know, like, five points, five rebounds, five assists, something like that. But um, I I hope the best for him, man. He's dealing with a lot of injuries and, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on him right now. Playing next to LeBron, the things his dad said to the media and things like that. As far as being um, high preference, not only by um, LeVar Ball, but like NBA scouts and things like that to be this amazing thing. And the thing is, the Lakers are better when he plays. Like The records show that when the, when Lonzo Ball plays, they are a better team uh, defensively. Um, but again, his offensive struggles are just so noticeable. It's like when you watch... I, I, I'm going to bring him up a lot because I just made a video about him. Um, Link will be in, um, not Lonzo, but the guy I'm going to compare him to. Um, think about like the way Lonzo's inability to shoot. It's like watching Russell Westbrook's flaws, and it's just so noticeable when you watch it. Like, dude, he struggles with this, he struggles with that. And speaking of Russell Westbrook, as I may have mentioned earlier, as an attempt at a shameless plug, I don't remember if I did or not, but, uh, uh, I made a video about Russell Westbrook and why he isn't a franchise player. If you feel to go watch that, you can go to my YouTube channel at Noah's Oakwood. And I, if you're watching this on YouTube, the link will be in the description. Um, I'm recording this at 10.30 now. This On YouTube, it will be up probably tomorrow. I'll try to get it out tomorrow. But, um, you know, back to Lonzo Ball. He's a great player, man. I really do think he is. And, you know, I hope the uh, best for him. Uh, let's talk about Skip Bayless. Because I love Skip Bayless. No homo. Um, but uh, Skip Bayless, I, I see a lot of people that hate Skip Bayless. And, you know, the thing I believe about Skip Bayless is it's all about how you view him. If you're a LeBron fan, you're going to hate Skip Bayless because he just, like, goes on and on about hating LeBron, hating this and that about LeBron. And he does it for views. You can kind of tell at this point because some of the things he just says about LeBron are just absolutely outrageous. Um... Oh, sorry, guys. I'm yawning. It's 10.30. I'm recording this. I was going to get out early, but I started watching the Celtics game and got caught up. I had, had a brownie. Not a pop brownie. A drug-free brownie. That's what I had. I had a drug-free brownie. Had some ramen noodles and some Annie's mac and cheese. It's always good, isn't it? But back to Skip Bayless, I personally really like Skip Bayless as a TV personality. And I think people view Skip Bayless and Sand Soap. And the thing is with them, people take them way too seriously. Like, they know that they aren't supposed to be taken that seriously. If you take them seriously, you're not going to like them because they say silly things. Like the whole point of them is to say out there things, 
controversial things. And it's the same thing with Colin Coward. It's like, it's how you view them. Their job isn't like, people like that, their job isn't to give you what they want. What the, what you want. Their job isn't to get to tell you what you want them to say. Their job is to give their opinion. And yes, it may be out there, it may be wrong, it may be stupid, but they worked for years and years to climb that ladder to get to where they are now. And to disrespect them, like, say, oh, you don't deserve your job. Like, don't, don't, they may say stupid things, but they deserve their job because they worked their asses off to get their jobs. So that, that's just something. But uh, Skip Bayless is one of my favorite uh, TV personalities. Forget sports personalities, TV personalities. Um, dude's actually, like, kind of jacked. Like, dude's got some build to him. And um, you see him posting pictures from flexing. I'm like, damn, Skip, uh, didn't know you've been working out recently and things like that. But, uh, you know, I just, he just brings an energy. Him and Sand Soap, and when he was with Stephen A. Smith, they just play so well off each other. Like the back and forth and things like that. And it's always just so fun to see. And, you know, like, you hear everyone talk about, like, certain players, and maybe Skip has the same opinion about them. Maybe he doesn't. But I think it's just how you view them. If you view him like an encyclopedia and you feel like he should say everything correctly, you're not going to like him. It's as simple as that. Uh, but if you view him as someone that's just, um, I don't know how to say, like, he's just free-going and he says his opinion, you're going to, you might... You may not hate him. Like, I don't get... It's just... Like, TV personalities like him, Sam Soap, Nick Wright, um, Chris Curtis, Colin Coward, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellman, they aren't paid to be encyclopedias. They're paid to give opinions. Now, with someone like Nick Wright, um, you know, he says his... But the thing is, like, he tries to use stats to back up his argument, and... His stats end up backfiring on him because guys like B Souls end up absolutely exposing his arguments. But for it's like they're not meant to give you a right answer. Like even Nick Wright, Nick Wright, if you if you took LeBron out of Nick Wright's like memory, he's one of the better anal like I consider him to be one of the better personalities in sports as well. But, you know, it's 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 an entertainment business. That's what it is with these guys like that. They aren't support centered. They aren't get well get up not not get up, but you know, they aren't they aren't sports centered. They you know they don't give you the news. They give you your opinion, their opinions on the news. Um, I don't really know a lot about politics, but I do know political like, personalities and things like that, Ben Sapporo. Well, not Ben Sapporo. I don't know if I can see Ben Sapporo in these. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Don't know too much about it. But you see the people giving their opinions on, like, politics. It's like that with sports as well. They're, just, they're not paid to be right. They're paid to give opinions. They aren't paid to give you answers. And the right answers. So I think that's what people view, like, with sports media. Like, they aren't paid to be that. They're paid to entertain. They aren't paid to give you answers. And I see all these people 
especially in Skip Bayless's um, Twitter. And they're like, oh, retire this and that. You're such an idiot, this and that. I'm like, well, that's kind of what he's paid to do. And, you know, it's not like BuzzFeed. Where, like, you're, you're purposely paid to be an idiot. This is just giving your opinion. He's going to sound like an idiot sometimes. I don't agree with everything he says. A lot of the things he says about LeBron I can't agree with. Because they, that's not true. But at the same time, he sticks by his arguments and he makes good points and he makes bad points. And, you know, I think... Getting a little off topic with uh, this whole Skip Bayless thing. This might be... I might just call it my sports media. It might be a sports media, not just about Skip Bayless. But with sports media, I think LeBron kind of covers most of... What they do, because I swear, if you took LeBron out of, like, all of the sports analysts, like, mind, I think, well, not analysts, sports personalities, and analysts sometimes, if you take the, like, LeBron out of their minds, like, there would be, like, TV, the quality would just be so much better, because they would be talking about different things, and, you know, it is what it is, man, but, um, you know, this bit, sorry guys, uh, I don't have much else to say. It's like 10.30 at night. Probably going to watch Scooby-Doo. So there's not much to talk about. So let's talk about Scooby-Doo, man. Scooby-Doo is one of my favorite cartoons ever. It's my favorite cartoon ever. I love Scooby-Doo. I love the the original ones the most because, I don't, I, I don't know, I'm a big fan of the whole conflict with the girlfriend, boyfriend thing between Fred and Daphne and... Some of them try to force it between Saggy and Velma, but I like the originals simply because of, um, there's little to no conflict. It's just, it's just a bunch of teenagers hanging out fighting crime. Man, there's nothing better than that. Um, you know, I think even my favorite episodes. So, from the original series, my favorite episode probably would be. Um, the one with, try to think about, so, and then, oh, man, man, this is tough, man, the originals, probably the, the one with the, um, Ooh. Oh, probably the one with the ma- the one when they go in like Chinatown and they find the mask and like Daphne gets kidnapped and you gotta find it and it's about it's it's based off on this China thing. And then probably for the Scooby Doo show, which was ep- technically it's season three. Um season one too, like I guess like I'm guessing they're staying around like where they live and fighting crime like where they live and things like that. With season three, which is called the Scooby Doo Show, I think going like Mexico, China, um, Italy, they're looking at football stars and going to drag racing things, and it's just they're like, they're going around the world. They, there's one way to go to like Seattle, um, so yeah. Of those ones, the ones with um, the uh. One's where to go over the place. My favorite one for that one, it's this one. I forget the name of it. They go to Seattle, and they're like these like 
goblin like demon things they're fighting and like they're like red and like they're chasing around and uh it's one of my favorite that's my favorite episode from that one i don't know my, i forget the name of it it's based in seattle and for the third one from what i can say the originals it's called the new scooby-doo movies and these are my favorite part these are my this is my favorite of the original uh series um, they go and they meet famous people. They meet, like, the Three Stooges. There's one where they meet Batman and Robin. One where they met Dick Van Dyke. There's one where they met, um, Warren Hardy. They met one with Sonny and Joe. They had one with the Globetrotters. They had two with the Globe, a couple with the Globetrotters as well. And this, but anyway, like, Scooby-Doo meets these new people. Like, you know the new ones, like, just Scooby-Doo meets, like, John Cena and Scooby-Doo meets ACDC and things like that. The newer ones. Those were based off of the new Scooby-Doo movies that came out. I think in the... Probably in the like, late 70s, early 80s. Can't get a, uh, an exact date. And of my favorite one, I have a few. I liked the... Um, the the There's one with Batman and Robin. It's the first one that came out. Where they find this punching, this toy clown at this old abandoned house in Batman and Robin. And they fight Joker and Penguin, but turns out Joker and Penguin are really working for a uh, counterfeit scheme. And they're only a small part of the counterfeit scheme, so they got to find the counterfeiters. And, they, and they, my favorite part of the episode was they're in this room, okay? And they're chasing the guy who's running the counterfeit money um, operation. And they, they chase him into this room. And this room is just filled with toys and bikes. And it, it's just like, like trapeze wires and things like that. And it's just so funny because like there's, the chasing in that part was so good because of um, the toys. Um, the other one, my other favorite one was Sunny and Two, where, um, they, uh, you know, Sunny and Two, I think they were a country band, but what happened was the Sunny and Two are going on honeymoon, their car breaks down, the gang picks them up, they go to this hotel, which is supposed to be at this, like, this resort, but, like, the, um, Sunny had this brochure that he was using to get there, it was from like 20 years ago. And it's like all worn down. And like the place is falling apart. And um, what they're doing is like they're getting chased by this like soak human. This soak human. Humanoid thing. And it's just funny because Sonny reminds me of my uncle. Just the way he talks and even the way he looks. My uncle Eddie. He reminds me of our Sonny. And, you know, it's just so fun. And, you know, Sunny and Two fighting back and forth. Not more bickering more than anything. And I really like them. You know, I love Scooby-Doo, man. Scooby-Doo, again, one of my favorite cartoons. My favorite cartoon ever. Especially the originals, man. It's just like... It, it, it's just really like... I watch it because, like, it's just so simple. And it just reminds me of times with, when times were simple. Like... This, like, and it reminds me of, like, just watching kids, you know, fight crime. 
with the talking dog. It's like there's nothing more simple than that. Something so complex but so simple at the same time. And um yeah. So I, I um so I wanted to get this I had to get this twenty minutes at least, okay. But um if you like this, if you watch this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Um, we're on the road to 20 subscribers. Yes, I know. That's a very low goal. But you gotta start somewhere, man. That's what I'm gonna say. About that. And, um, if you're watching this, um, the multitude of sites that, in podcast services that are on, including Anchor, Spotify, and my favorite, and finally, um, Apple Podcast. And yes, we are finally on Apple Podcast. I'm very happy about that. But if you enjoyed, uh, damn it, the Celtics just lost to the Bucks. They're down 2-1 the The notification came on. But guys, enjoy your night. Um, I know this came out late. I, I'll try to get the next episode on Friday out a, a bit early. But, you know, I just had a lot going on. So enjoy your night. Have a good night. Uh, Gagan head sweep, and yeah, thanks for listening.